This is Sister Lisa coming to you from the Eel, the Edwin Elder Library. And today we're on page 107 of The Power of a Praying Husband, Stormy O. Martian. We did part of the page yesterday. Um, we didn't finish though. Uh, <clears throat> ask why. Okay, I think we're up to the bottom of page 106. Ask God to show you the truth about your wife's relationship with your family. Ask your wife to share her feelings about whether or not she feels accepted by all your family members. Many a wife has suffered in silence for years over not feeling wanted. And many a husband has refused to hear his wife's feelings on the subject because he didn't see any problem. If your wife reveals something of that nature to you, don't be defensive about it. Pray about it. Ask God to show you the truth about the situation and to make things go smoothly. Sometimes it's that people are different and they don't understand one another. Your wife can't force people to love her, yet you might be able to say something to her or your family that would make a difference. Besides good relationships with friends and family members, even every married couple needs to have at least two or three other couples with whom they could spend time. It's not always easy to find two people who are married to each other whom you and your wife equally enjoy, so it may require flexibility on someone's part to make it work. But it's worth praying for these couples to come into your life. If you already have these kinds of friends, pray for their friendships to grow. The Bible says we should not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. This doesn't mean you can't have any unbelieving friends, but the relationships that influence you the most should be with people who strive to live God's way. We all know unbelievers who make better Christians than certain Christians, so pray that God will take out of your lives anyone who will not prove to be a positive influence. The bottom of 107 says, Forgiveness is critical. Crucial to any relationship is having and maintaining a forgiving heart. It's easy to find something to be unforgiving about, so we have to choose to be a forgiving person. If we don't, our unforgiveness heart our unforgiving heart can overflow at any time into our relationships. For example, have you and your wife ever gone to dinner with other couples and heard a husband or wife make a disrespectful, critical, or unflattering remark about their spouse in front of everyone? It makes everyone uncomfortable. No matter how graciously people might respond, they secretly glance at their watches, design an early escape plan in their minds, and cross that couple off the guest list for their next dinner. Even if something was saying jokingly, everyone there feels the embarrassment or hurt of the person who was ridiculed. The husband or wife may have a legitimate complaint, but will appear like a weakling for dealing with it in a cowardly way. Everyone knows that the consequences of those words will be evident the next time the offending person wants to be intimate and the spouse will have no interest. Comments such as these reveal an unforgiving heart on overflow, and an unforgiving person affects everyone around him or her. When husbands and wives are unforgiving toward one another and don't treat each other with respect, not only do they suffer, but so does everyone. The children, family members, friends, co-workers, and anyone else in whom they come into contact. And I guess I can throw in here, even God, because when you're mad at somebody, you don't want to you don't want to pray about it. You want um, you want to get a vengeance. But the Bible says, Vengeance mine, saying the Lord, I will repay. If your wife has any unforgiveness in her heart toward anyone, pray for her to be free of it. If she doesn't get free, it will affect every relationship she has and keep her from becoming all that God made her to be. This is true. 
if you got hurt once or twice by some, um, some people, it makes it makes you put up walls around you. You don't want to get hurt again. You're guarding your heart, and we are supposed to guard our heart, but that doesn't mean um, to be cold to other people. That doesn't mean being rude and ward off other people. We need to have open hearts, um, um, compassionate, because if somebody treated you wrong once, that doesn't mean they're going to treat you wrong again. Um, people have bad days. And a lot of times misunderstandings. So many times that I didn't mean it that way. Or um, I wasn't even thinking about that when I said such and such. You know, just you've got to, um, you've got to be cautious. You've got to be, um, try to think before you speak. Try to react graciously. You know, a woman of God... Um, reacts with grace and beauty and and just kindness you know somehow you know love covers a multitude of sins if you can respond to a person if somebody says something hurtful you can still be kind say you know um, you know I don't know what to say because I don't have an example in my mind of what they might say and might have said but um, you know there's always that um, Remember, you got, you're covered with the armor of God. Remember, you got that shield of faith that can block those fiery heart darts of hell from hell. Have that shield of faith. Have that breastplate of righteousness. Remember, your breastplate is covering your heart. And it will also help to, kill, um, to shield you from all those things. And um, have on your helmet of salvation. You know, just remember that these people are souls. These people are souls also, and above all else, we want them saved. We want these people to be saved, so we got to be careful. Have our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. If at all possible, follow peace with all men. Just keep peaceful, peaceful. And you've got that, you've got that sword of the Spirit. You know, if you, if you can um, let the Holy Ghost... <laughs> Take a hold of your tongue. Take the, have the Holy Ghost take control of your thoughts. Have the Holy Ghost take control of your reaction. You know, that, that right there, those are gifts of the Spirit. If you can have those gifts of the Spirit, it will turn a bad situation into a good situation. If you can turn the tables. I, I noticed years ago, when I was a kid, there was, there was this one girl, she just picked me up. She did not like me. She did not like me. And she would say mean things and hurtful things to me. And, you know, I didn't know what to do about it. But one time I was at a, a Hooks, which was a, um, a drugstore, a Hooks drugstore there in Terre Haute. I was there and I saw her and another friend come. They were just shopping, but they happened to be walking towards me. They didn't see me. But I saw them first. And when she got closer, I said, hi. And her name, I don't want to say it right now, but y'all wouldn't know her. And I always say that I caught her off guard, and when she said hi to me, that kind of broke the ice. When she said hi back to me, when I caught her off guard, it's like she couldn't be mean to me anymore. After she was nice, after I was nice to her that moment, and she was nice back. It's I, it's a weird thing, and it was years and years and years ago. But sometimes it, a little act of kindness can. Sometimes people are jealous of you. I don't know if that's what that girl was or not. I don't know why, but anyway, sometimes if they are maybe they're reaching out for you maybe they're reaching out for you and they don't know how maybe they really 
maybe they say mean things because they want attention. Maybe they have, you don't know their home life, you don't know what they've been through, all those kind of things. So if we can, let's have forgiveness in our heart. Let's have patience. Let's let the fruits of the Spirit rule. Husbands, in your wife, you don't know what she went through that day. A child might have said, I don't like you. Even though we know that child, we know your child loves their mother. But sometimes she has that, that was like a little sword that pierced her heart. She didn't like those words. And it can still be bothering her. If you're coming to be affectionate towards her or something, she may not be ready yet. She has to heal. Her heart has to have time to heal. So, um, just those little things. Just, just those little things. Little foxes spoil the vine. You have to try 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 to have the mind of christ love your wife as christ loved the church be patient be kind forgiving wives same thing with your husband you may have had a bad day at work you may have had a customer that cheated him on payment or um, you may all all kinds of things all kinds of things we all wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and and wickedness in high places so let's walk circumstantially. <laughs> I never can say that word. I don't know why. Let's walk carefully. Let's walk the walk, talk the talk, and live the life that God meant for us to live. God bless you. Love you. Have a great day. Keep pointing others to the cross. Bye-bye.